Good morning everybody. Welcome to the study. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Reverend Phil Fanning and I'm one of the retired ministers in the Wirral Circuit. We've come together to worship God. Jesus said, No one more important than John the Baptist has ever been born, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Amen. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Let's just imagine the third candle of an Advent wreath Jesus is the light of the world, a light no darkness can ever put out. We sing together, Advent candles tell their story. As we have lit this Advent candle, may its flame be for us a sign of the light that reveals to us our path through life, that inspires us to live simply and generously after the example of call of John the Baptist, that we ourselves may be signs of the good news we proclaim in Jesus' name. Amen. We sing together from Singing the Faith, 335 Rejoice the Lord is King
as we gather together, let's spend a few moments in prayer. O Lord, our God, God of the prophets and God of the now, you are with us. Your power gives us victory. You take delight in us and in love you give us new life. Hear us as we come to you today. Amen. Blessed God, hear our prayers of sadness and regret for times when we have been blind to the needs of neighbours, deaf to the cries of the distressed, silent at the sight of the abused, careless with the frightened and supportive of greed and corruption. We confess our obsessions with things material and frivolous, fripperies wrapped in tissue paper. Open our ears and eyes and our hearts to be more receptive to what we see and hear from those we meet. Amen. God knows the depths of our sorrow. God knows the depths of our grief for things that are done wrong. God knows the pains of regret for deeds undone. God knows the depths of our hearts. To God we repent and forgiveness is given. Amen. A reading from the prophet Zephaniah. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time and I will save the lame and gather the outcast. And I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. And a reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3, beginning at verse 7. John said to the crowds that came out to be baptised by him, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up the children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, What then should we do? 
In reply he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors come, came to be baptised, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusations, and be satisfied with your wages. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptise you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We're going to sing now from Singing the Faith, number 186. Tell out my soul the greatness of the Lord. thought for today. 
What then should we do? This phrase appears three times in that Gospel reading. For each of the people who ask, the answer is quite different because it's a contextual question. What we should do depends on who we are, what we spend our days doing and what our responsibilities may be. For example, the tax collector should collect only the correct amount of tax. The soldier should do his duty but must not extort. There are many other examples we could find in Luke's Gospel. It's a recurring question and theme. But though the specifics will and should vary, the response that is called for is always down to earth and very practical, pragmatic, and usually centres on the generous sharing of resources. Underlying it is a call for an ethic, an attitude of contentment, a call to be content with enough. One good coat, enough food, the legitimate amount of tax revenue and sufficient wages. And we shouldn't delude ourselves. Enough may be less than we are used to having. For each of us then, what should we do to reflect Christ's presence in our lives that will be different? It's easy to think that we do our bit because we raise money for whichever charity is our personal or church's focus. But the challenge of Jesus here goes deeper than that, far deeper. It is personal. It is individual. He says that it is not enough to pay taxes or to give to church or charity. The action must be matched by personal authenticity. Generosity is more than a few generous acts. Generosity is a way of life. What then should we do? How might we bear good fruit? With whom might we share our coat? In our workplaces? In our daily encounters? Whatever their context? Or those we share time with day after day? And so perhaps we need to be able to discern with them what it is to be a follower of the way. We can only do this by our actions. But how do we do that? That's the challenging phase that faces us. And if not, why don't we? So let us take up the challenge that is presented to us in the Gospel today when we seek God's help in discerning what we should do. Amen. Let's sing together from Singing the Faith, number 404, God's Spirit is in my heart. God's Spirit is in my heart He has called me and set me apart This is what I have to do What I have to do
Just as the Father sent me, so I'm sending you out to be my witness throughout the world. The for prayer. When I say the phrase, O Lord our God, will you please respond with, this is our prayer. O Lord our God, this is our prayer. Father, so many memories of people and places flash through our thinking as we move through Advent and prepare for Christmas. Many happy memories intertwined with sadness and loss. We pray today for those who have been part of our lives, our loving, our living, our growing and maturing. For those who have died, we give thanks. For those who are living, we pray with gratitude that they may find comfort, love, purpose, joy, hope, and meaning this Christmas. O Lord our God, this is our prayer. For those families who suffered so much in recent storms, who lived without basic comforts of light and heat and warm food, for those who had to move house and leave their own home comforts, for those who stayed put and struggled to exist, 
for those who rallied round and helped and supported their local community in its hours of need. O Lord, our God, hear our prayer. For lives damaged, ruled, destroyed by illegal drugs. For those who supply, who run, who use. For those who pick up the pieces and catch the criminals and live forever with the consequences. For those who seek to help and heal, to care, to love, to support and understand. O Lord our God, this is our prayer. For families suffering abuse and harm, neglect and cruelty, be they old or young, victim or perpetrator, may each of us look out for, for those in need, look out for signs and be brave enough to speak out and stand up and be counted. For the medics, teachers, social workers and all on the front line of care, give them wisdom, insight, and strengthen the heat of the storm to do their very best for all who are in need. O Lord our God, this is our prayer. For countries who seemingly choose to self-destruct, who choose to rule in ways we see as harmful, cruel and wrong. For countries who seek to establish power and influence by corruption and violence and greed. For countries who seek to throw, show support and help and who seek peaceful ways of resolving simmering situations that look likely to explode. O Lord our God, this is our prayer. For all who feel the weight of illness and pain, of death and dying, for those impacted by Covid in all its forms, and those whose treatment for other conditions have been sidelined or at best delayed. For those who have to prioritise and choose who has what care. For care deliverers and providers pushed into crisis by Covid and winter and increasing demand. O oh Lord our God, this is our prayer. For family and friends who are walking through Advent, uncertain what Christmas celebrations they should arrange or embrace or cancel. For those who face Christmas alone or ill, sold or hungry, fearful of the now and of more fearful of the future, those hardships and pain. O Lord our God, this is our prayer. Finally, we pray for ourselves, that we ha may have eyes to see need, mouths to speak words of comfort, smiles to say, I love you. When hugs are out of bounds, may we, O oh God, be your eyes, your ears, your mouth, to those who share this Advent with us, and those whose lives touch ours. May we be the bringers, the signs of good news to them. O Lord, our God, this is our prayer. These are our prayers for all your people, O Father. And so we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, <coughs> for ever and ever. Amen. Let's sing together, singing the faith, 188, There's a Light Upon the Mountains. Help us to go out into the world in peace, to be of good courage, to hold fast to that which is good, to strengthen the faint-hearted, to support the weak, to honour everyone and to love and serve the Lord. Be within us and among us and remain with us always. Amen. 